now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, coming up on the show today, we're going to uh, find out about some new luggage that was specifically designed with pilots in mind. That's coming up a little bit later on on the show. But first, a couple little news nuggets we, we want to get a little deeper into. Uh, one involves, it caught my eye because uh, it just seemed like, wow, are we getting gouged here or what? But evidently, uh, what is this? Uh, uh, Warren... I believe it's uh, in Ohio. Uh, Youngstown Warren Regional Airport has just got a grant from the FAA for $108,000 to upgrade or replace their wind cone. Now, Dennis, when I Googled wind cone, wind cone, I was like, all right, what what is that? Is that some kind of, you know, uh, technical weather station or something. And all it came up was a bunch of wind socks. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're getting a new wind sock and it costs $108,000. Seems a little absorbent. A, a little, little on the high side to me. What am I missing here, Dennis? Help me out. Well, wind sock is a much smaller scale version of a wind cone. Uh, okay. the, a wind cone is generally a large structure. Um, put position at the airport. We have a wind tetrahedron here. It looks like a big wedge sitting on the field that kind of points into the wind, uh, you know, like a windsock or an airplane would do. But it's and solid. So it's like a, it's it's a structure. It's yeah. on bearings. Some places have actually gone and taken aircraft fuselages. I, there's a but over a hundred grand for a wind. Hey, it's government that, contract. I know, that's my point. There's probably maintenance in there. Uh, I mean, but, I I could understand. Okay, let's say ten. 20 grand for you know an overblown uh a wind vane <laughs> you know just put up one of those rooster things wouldn't it still do the same thing with east west south and north on it but look at the scale of the thing it's probably 20 30 feet long so that it's visible easily from uh the pattern altitude you want to be able to see where this thing's pointing there's usually ground and lighting around it so there's right. probably electrical upgrades Maybe they're putting in an LED lighting as well to keep the costs down and make but maintenance still, easier. Over a hundred grand. I, I'm I'm thinking we're in the wrong business. We gotta start making these things because that that seems like there's a little bit of uh, extra fun. I mean, it just can't cost that much to make something like that. It doesn't it, it seems impossible to me. Don't you understand that in the airplane industry everything can, is ten times more expensive than it should be? Mm-hmm. Well, Okay, I, I'm Why? don't get because me wrong. It's airplane related, right? Yeah, I'm glad they're getting their upgrade. It just seemed crazy uh, that, that you know they said it was a hundred and eight thousand dollars of a you know, and maybe there maybe this is just a portion of it. I, I they could the the story doesn't really go into that much detail. It just says they're getting a new wind cone, and I'm like, okay, for a hundred eight man, that, that's just nuts. It just seems crazy money. But yeah, I mean, I I get it. You know, on the high side, I would say, okay, 30 grand, <laughs> you know, but it, it's, it's just an overblown wind vane, isn't it? 
come on, you can put some reflectors on it. How how high tech does this thing have to be? I mean, it just seems well, a little nutty. You know, you do have to be able to see it from a ways away. Um, okay. It's got to be illuminated. It does have to meet certain FAA visibility standards, and you know, which is a part of the you know runway markings and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's a it's a significant investment. I mean, there's also it's not just general aviation, but there's also uh, air reserve station there too. So there's you know government uh, aviation involved. So government is the key word there, I guess. Which kind of goes hand in hand with the high cost okay maybe it's just me just seems a little nutty uh but what are you gonna do let's just move on and well you know I, i've uh vented enough it just seemed a little hey, a little on the high it, side yeah the good news is they're now locked in for another 20 years keeping that airport open oh okay if you look at it over that way uh, you know it's just like it's like what 10 grand a year okay it's not so bad <laughs> so all right uh moving out to the left coast uh, it was announced by Amazon uh, just last week that they're going to start doing their first 30-minute deliveries by drone in, uh, in one of the cities in California. Uh, is, you know, they've been doing the pilot programs. I guess officially they're going to launch this by the end of the year. You think they're going to stick to that date? You think they're going to make it, Dennis? What, you, what are your uh, betting odds on that? Well, Prime Air has been, you know, spending a lot of time and a lot of money. They've demonstrated the airplanes. I think that it's in their best interest. You know, manpower is tough, you know, to get people to ride, drive those trucks. People are expecting those products there right away. And, you know, this, this could definitely cement their future. If you can order something and have it delivered, it's, I mean, it's going to be right out of the cartoons and movies, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I hope they uh, pull it off. I just wonder if it's uh, overly ambitious. Uh, you know, but Jeff Bezos has been promising this for quite some time now, but they, they evidently have made, uh, you know, made a date that they expect to start doing this by the end of the year. So we will have to wait and see. Now, that that is not the only news out of California this week. We got an update on a story we covered a few weeks ago. Uh, what, what was the airport? Well, it was Reed Hillview in uh, Santa Clara County. Uh, they stopped selling Hunter Lowlet at the beginning of the year because of a study that the county had commissioned uh, on, that was concerning uh, lead levels in children around the airport. They were concerned that the leaded fuel emissions were potentially causing uh, elevated lead levels in children, and the study magically confirmed that it did. However, someone else came in and did a much more extensive soil sample from 32 locations around the airport and determined that lead was not detected above the San Francisco Bay Regional Water Quality Board screening levels. Mm-hmm. So somebody so, <laughs> wasn't telling the truth or because that, that's kind of what we said at the beginning when they brought this issue up in the first place. It really wasn't about the, the lead pollution. It was, it was the city was coming in there and they wanted the land to reuse it for something else other than the airport. And they, they found this uh, loophole and figured that, Hey, if we can raise hell about uh, the lead levels, we can, you know, stop selling the the fuel and then the planes won't be able to come in. And, you know, then the airport will be up for grabs because they won't be able to uh, maintain any kind of service there. And uh, it sounds like it finally has caught up with them. They're the lies have, been, have are catching up. Maybe you think, well, I don't know if about lies, but it's, you know, the selected truths is, is what they're trying to use here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, anything they can to justify it, because I'm sure somebody is, uh, you know, 
going to line their pockets with a huge deal to a developer when they sell the land or if they sell the land. Right. But, but again, uh, you truth. can't get an airport back afterwards. So, you know, if you shut this thing down now and all of a sudden the big, big one hits and you need uh, uh, a place to get emergency evacuation equipment, you need fire equipment, you know, to be able to fly, uh, you know, helicopters for wildfires, which, you know, apparently are a problem in California. Mm-hmm. Losing an asset like this in the community is, is definitely going to be a problem. Well, and that's the debate you should be having is on the benefits uh, of having an airport in your area and and you know the alternatives if you don't i mean you you, you know if you deal on that level uh, look have your arg- arguments and let the best you know argument win and you know they they'll have to defend themselves as far as showing how you know beneficial having the airport in the area is for that uh, particular location but but when you throw all this crap against the wall and just try to find some kind of you know problem which you know they were there was no question i mean the it was pretty easy to see that this was politics at its worst and that they were playing uh playing games and you know you like i said hope thank god the truth finally came out and someone kind of stepped up and said hey look you guys are making up a bunch of nonsense here's the other side of the coin uh it's not a big deal uh you know the lead levels aren't an issue Let's take the debate back to where it should be, which is on the benefits of the airport. Uh, are they worth having in the area or not? And then you can do it. But play fair. That's all we're asking. Right, Dennis? That's right. We deal with enough political nonsense on TV. We don't need it at our local airport. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Approach the great and powerful Roz. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Swirlings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Swirlings! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. 
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Where are we? Are we in L.A.? No, we're in North Dakota, and only those passengers deemed fit to fly will go on to Los Angeles. You're not one of them. Wanna fly, fly, fly on Can I vibe, vibe, on this is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information and possibly just sharing some tips with you as well that might make you a more efficient flyer. And which brings us to our next guest. Uh, Dominic from MyGoFlight.com is with us. Dominic, how are you, buddy? Hey, I wanted to thank you guys for having me. I'm so glad because I do have a face for radio. Yeah. And, uh, well, you'll fit right both, in. Uh, you'll fit you, right Brad. in with this wanted, crew. <laughs> right. I wanted to thank, uh, of course, you, Greg, and uh, Captain Dennis, and having my Go Flight be a part of your podcast. And uh, well, uh, you know, we appreciate pilot, pilot that. Education too. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. pilot educa- education is awesome, and I love what you're doing internationally. Well, thank you. We we do appreciate that, and, and Dennis and myself are here to make you look better and look at us. Right. Uh, we're doing a pretty damn Goodness. good job. <laughs> so. Right. Excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> just from the face for radio thing is what I'm referring to, Dominic. So just so you we're clear. <laughs> All right. But uh, regardless, you know, my GoFlight does a, a whole, uh, I mean, just a laundry list of cool products that pilots uh, can uh, check out. And you can go to their website and look at this stuff yourself. But one of the new things that caught my eye at just uh, at Sun and Fun just a few months ago was this new mm-hmm. luggage, or relatively new luggage, that you guys uh, put together that li- literally from the ground up, it looks like to me. I mean, there's an aluminum version, there's a polycarbonate version, but it looks cool, but it's very much designed with a pilot in mind. Is that right, Dominic? Yes. My Go Flight was founded in 2010 by passionate aviators, and we uh, we thought a, uh, aviation uh, could uh, use some innovation and uh, look at things a little bit different. Um, you know, we're really a, uh, a lifestyle and travel company that designs, manufactures, and markets premium quality luggage, flight bags, cases, mounts, protective glass, and power solutions for aviators. And yes, this is a brand new product brought on by uh, Tracy Schneider. Um, our chief marketing officer, and she incubated this. You know, timing is always a challenge. And, uh, of course, we developed it right before COVID. And then, of course, we were ready to launch right when COVID hit. Of and, course. Uh, Never so that fails. Was a, that was a tough right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of launching, uh, maybe not the best. But once we got back into um, the trade shows uh, early last year, uh, it really, really, excuse the pun, it really took off mm-hmm. and um, you know we're not we're not selling hundreds uh, we're not selling thousands but not quite ten thousand yet right. and uh, you know that product line has a lot of uh, room to grow um, you know we did uh, think about it a lot because we as pilots travel a lot ourselves that's how we made our first um, kneeboard mm-hmm. was we tried a whole bunch of others like what we're doing now we tried a whole bunch of other luggage we wrote it all down that we liked and those things that could do better and we chose those things that, uh, that that made things better looked cooler more professional um anything that touches my hands now that i've turned uh older um i want it to be soft or smooth or you know not um something that's going to catch onto you know a nice shirt or something like that 
And so uh, and the look good. design really matters. Right, yeah. you want to look good because exactly. it's not radio out there. That's, that's right. Hey, hey, sometimes <laughs> it's better to look good than to fly good. I, I, I'll, I'll just say that right out for myself. <laughs> but, uh, right. anyway. but, you know, I, I'm very familiar with the flight bags that MyGoFlight.com has been putting out over the years and, and the knee boards and that kind of thing. But this luggage is pretty unique. And, uh, you know, I've traveled a lot, as most pilots, you know, it's part of the gig, right? And, and one Absolutely. of the problems you have with bigger luggage, whether you're going to check a bag or or just have a really good solid carry-on, is that these things don't last. I mean, they're. It, it, I've went through so much luggage mm-hmm. over the years, it's ridiculous because, you know, the airlines, they treat it like crap, throw it all over, and it never fails right, right. after a trip that, uh, you know, you got to get something fixed and, and the, the part's not available. And, and you guys have kind of thought through that a little bit with the way you've designed this new luggage, right? We have. Um, you know, pilots have a very interesting lifestyle. You know, they travel personally. They travel with a client. They travel with a student. They travel uh, with friends that are also pilots. Uh, then they also travel commercially. And then they get on boats occasionally and trains and those types of things. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to be able to make it so that, that, that you could take the, all of the MyGoFlight products and they would work seamlessly together. For example, we have a, a kit that you can put together with an Aviator Pro, say the AL-20, which is a 20-inch bag. Yeah. And add a sport case flight bag or a sport flight bag to it. And man, it looks wonderful because the top matches the bottom. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's not actually, uh, uh, you know, put the giraffe with the giraffe uh, type thing, but uh, it, it makes it almost that easy to match them and pair them uh, for however you were flying. Did you just make a gur animals reference? I was going to say, it's kind of the same <laughs> philosophy. Wow. It is a gur animals. Yes, because I, I need it because I like to dress almost the same every day. Because <laughs> I, I don't have that much brain power in the morning to put on a different shirt. Yeah, you don't so, want to think uh, about it. You, know, you just want to know it all right. goes together just, and looks good. and Just go. Know, right. right. But, but function... I mean, fashion is one thing. It is very fashionable luggage. It looks great. Uh, but once again, function, they've, they've got all the compartments in it. They've thought it through. The locking mechanism on these uh, pieces of luggage are all TSA approved and, and, and very solid. I mean, you know, when I look yes. at the luggage, I'm, I'm getting ready to put it to the test. I'm going on a trip next week, and I'll report back. But oh, just looking at yeah, it, uh, I can tell this stuff is, is rock solid, and it's going to take the worst baggage handler to to do some damage to this thing it could still happen but you know that that's the thing that's the problem you have with this type of stuff but not only the fact that you know it's solid but if you do have a problem with it you guys have the parts and can swap them out and get somebody back in uh traveling again pretty quick if they have an issue with it is that right let's let's talk about returns and exchanges and that type of thing Mm -hmm. uh before the uh show i went online and looked at uh three of what i believe are competitors in the al20 meaning the aluminum uh product that we have uh ramoa halliburton all of those are twice as expensive. What I think they could do better is the way that they do repairs or returns. Mm-hmm. Where's my closest store? I think it was uh, Ramoa, and I have to go to Vegas yeah. to get it fixed. Right. That's a little bit of a challenge. I'm mm-hmm. sure they have some type of mail-in piece. What we'd rather do is we recognize that components break. So when they do, 
most pilots are pretty handy. So we decided that we would make all of our components exchangeable and replaceable by a pilot or a user, a traveler, wherever they are in the world, because I can overnight that part and they'll be back in business in 12 to 24 hours without having to do all of those other jumping through hoops. Um, I had to take my bag down for, uh, I think it was Toomey. And uh, then I had to take it back out of the store after they gave me the RMA. And then I had to go to the postal service and then mail it myself. That one was not so much fun. I would have preferred just a mailing label and uh, put it in the mail. Nick and the gang at uh, My Go Flight think like pilots. And that's why this is such a great fit for uh, pilots. So check out the new luggage, mygoflight.com. Dominic, great stuff. Uh, we, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to take some of this luggage out on the road, give it a test myself. We'll bring you back on, talk more about that, and maybe uh, some of the other products because the list is crazy long. Just check it out at mygoflight.com. Thanks for the update. We appreciate it. You betcha. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Any of you boys seen an aircraft carrier around here? This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. And Dominic from MyGoFlight.com is with us. Uh, you know, I was just going to talk to him for a few minutes, but we started talking during the commercial break. And I was like, gosh, we've just scratched the surface with, with what these guys do at MyGoFlight. The luggage that I'm getting ready to take out on the road and uh, give it a work through. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, Dominic was talking about some of the other things I forgot to mention, which was actually this luggage that you guys are selling right now. Uh, I don't know if it was an official partnership with Cirrus or or what happened, but the Vision Jet that is obviously you know set the industry on fire. Uh, your luggage fits perfectly in their luggage compartment, and that was by design for them or you or what? How did that work? It was it, it was an accidental design. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Cirrus uh, Pilot Shops. Uh, Becky over there is an absolute uh, wonderful person to work with. Of course, the whole Cirrus. Uh, uh, aircraft company is 
awesome people. We really love them, mm-hmm. and we've had a ten-year relationship with them. They sell uh, our uh, flight bags and luggage and some of our mounts and some of those things. And what we found was we had heard that they were working on a uh, luggage rack for the Vision Jet maybe two years ago. Yeah. And so I think we had asked someone to get us the dimensions of the door because we figured if we can go through the door, it can get into the rack, right? Right. So we we cleared that by half an inch. Hmm. so that it did fit. And so what I got, I got a report uh, three weeks ago from a uh, senior uh, salesperson. Uh, they were down in uh, the southern part of the hemisphere, and they went for two weeks uh, using our luggage in the Vision Jet, and they could not have more nice things to say. Um, unfortunately, they I think they took a, a, a commercial flight, and, and you know, the... The, the baggage handlers, I think, knocked off one of the wheels or something like that. Right. So that's why they contacted us, and uh, we were able to send out that repair uh, overnight. And he was really astounded as to the levels we were willing to go to make sure that uh, everything worked out in his jet and his luggage and you know the passengers. But they said that it that it performed fabulously. They really liked um, you know the things like the telescopic handle, the soft close. Uh, handles, the TSA locks, um, you know, it just makes things simple for you. And, uh, well, and uh, it fits. The fact that it fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the using the space very efficiently. And, uh, you know, say, yeah, this is the luggage uh, that goes with a Cirrus Vision Jet. Yeah, like, you have a Vision Jet? I didn't say that, but I still have the luggage. So. <laughs> right. Well, the SR, well, you know, the SR line, um, yeah, right. you know, they need really soft-sided luggage. Mm-hmm. And so we've got, you know, the two-wheeled soft-sided, and then we have the flight bags, and they're soft-sided because that's really the best way to pack that, that strange compartment back there mm-hmm. because it isn't, you know, it's not square. And right. so having the, the compression uh, is perfect for um all aircraft well there you go and uh dominic uh so you fly a lot yourself you're a pilot like all like most of the guys that work there if not all of them are pilots well, is I'm that a, right yeah i'm a well, i'm a student pilot almost eternally i always seem to never have enough time to go take the test but i'm always studying and always trying to fly second seat with somebody that'll uh let me go with them um, and, uh, you know, we've had, uh, uh, some of our partners were pilots and, uh, of course our CEO, uh, Charles Schneider, uh, who helped found the company, he was a, a pilot and, right. uh, yeah, we, we have very specific ideas about how things need to work. And, uh, you know, we're a little bit sometimes maybe too detailed on stuff, but I think that it produces a better product. It, it, it produces a better customer experience on the back end when things don't break and they're reliable mm-hmm. um and we try to do what we say we're going to do you know sometimes we fall short but it uh, doesn't happen very often and when it does we we try to fix it um i can't tell you how many people say hey i can't believe the president of the company is calling me because a piece of glass failed and i said well wouldn't someone else call you if, you know if you had a problem and they go nobody ever calls yeah <laughs> So that's these are the type of people that we employ, and that's the type of people that I look for uh, to be a part of our team. And, uh, you know, we can speak multiple languages to speak to people all around the country and help them with their problems. And, um, you know, if you ever need anything, take my number and uh, call me, and I'll make sure I call you back, and we'll get you a solution or a recommendation. 
and um, we'll keep going. Well, there you go. And, and you know, my go flight, uh, they haven't, I mean, you guys started this how long ago? And you're not that old of a company in the aviation. Uh, December, news. let's see, November, actually, our first show is November 11th of 2010. It was an AOPA show in Long mm-hmm. Beach. Um, I think we took 50 cases that I had made metal aluminum iPad cases, my go flight brand. Yeah. Made, uh, uh, 25 of them in black, 25 of them in silver. And we sold all 50 of them in about a day and a half with no booth, with with no point of sale system. We actually went to the kiosk. Remember the old email kiosk they used to have? Sure. At the at the shows. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what we had. So we would we would walk Greg over to the kiosk, log into our website, make the payment right there, and I would hand them the product for $199. Nice. And we jump back in the Cirrus. We fly back from Long Beach to Denver and Charlie looks over at me and says, Hey, do you think we got a, a, a product? I said, Well, I think we have a business. Yeah. There and you then go. shortly right. after that, after that, we, we built, uh, you know, one small little handheld, um, uh, bag you could just slide in your iPad into, mm-hmm. had a little handle and a My Go Flight uh, logo on it. And we did that for a year or so. And then it just kind of got out of hand when we started building, you know, all of these mounts because people said, Oh, I need one for my, you know, <laughs> for my Robinson mount, or I need one for my Sirius, or I need this. And so you'll see uh, a bunch of different types of mounts out there. And, and uh, that's how it kind of got started. <laughs> well, you know, I've been training to be a pilot for a long time. And I remember those early days because that's when I was training. That's when I started mm-hmm. back there in like right. 2010. And I remember going up to Charlie because I saw those initial products. And, and it was just the kind of stuff that, uh, you know, especially students and want to be pilots really needed to get because you know there was a lot of stuff out on the mainstream market but it wasn't really pilot friendly like we needed you know glare a non-glare mm-hmm. uh you know uh screen Gosh. protectors for our iPads mm-hmm. and stuff so we could see everything and and all these type of things and and, and Charlie and your gang there at my go flight were you know started with just a couple products but now it's like an entire catalog of stuff but you've built it on this whole philosophy of building quality products by pilots for pilots yes our, our five-year mantra was professional functional and cool like right. oh that airplane design is cool and uh that's what we get excited about mm-hmm. and uh you know the professionalism comes with it because of all the partners and aviation has welcomed us with open arms and they are all terrific people just can't say anything more than that They're yeah just, it's well, a great industry agreed i mean we're, we're a good bunch of folks us pilots and pilot wannabes you fall in that category dennis come on oh yeah, yeah. i mean i used to work at an fbo when i was getting my pilot's license and I, it just blew me away that it within aviation is probably the only group of people in the country that you'd feel comfortable handing the keys to your car to somebody and knowing it'll come back in better condition than it was when you loaned it out i can't tell you how many times at oshkosh uh, or sun and fun, someone will say, Hey, my plane's out on the field. Do you mind if I just take this setup? And I'm like, what's your name? He'll tell me his name. He's like, do you want my driver's license? I'm like, Nope, I have your name. Bring it back. And they've never, ever failed me. There you go. See, so, yeah, they're a trustworthy <laughs> bunch. Never. These pilots, it's, awesome, it's a good, awesome great community. People. That's why we do this show. We love hanging with everybody like this, including uh, folks like Dominic from MyGoFlight.com. Dominic, uh, a pleasure catching up. Thanks for the updates and just a good conversation. This is good stuff. 
You bet, fellas. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you're ever in Denver, we're at 301 Calamath Street in Denver, and you can find us on the web at uh, www.mygoflight.com or give us a call, 303-364-7400. Clear skies, fellas. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Level her off. Good job. You hear that? Flawless. It makes sense. It's a second nature. I've logged a lot of remote control hours. Gus, what would you say is harder, RC or the real thing? The real thing. Tough call. I'm flying across the ocean This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. All right, so uh, that was a good uh, little chat there with Dominic. I kind of like his vibe, don't you, Dennis? He just uh, I do. It's got a good philosophy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very much so. Just like we are, right? Yeah, that's why we do it. It's not for the big uh, uh, meaty salaries that we both uh, enjoy week in and week out. Uh, What show are you listening to? Okay, moving on though. Uh, I do got a, a trip coming up. Um, I'm gonna, you know, go commercial. I'm not flying private on this one, unfortunately. But uh, I'll have a full report probably as early as next week for you. See how the the travel goes again uh, as we find uh, more and more people uh, taking the plunge into uh, you know vacation time. Yeah, that's kind of what it is for me, and uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. But of course, I'm not looking forward. <laughs> to flying commercial, but it is what it is, you know. Uh, and, and one of the things that is, I guess, a bonus for my situation is I'm not flying up to New York because I have a feeling I I will have to partake in a cocktail or two just to, you know, calm my nerves of dealing with the throngs of people at the airports. Uh, and that is even doubly so if you're going up to what LaGuardia or JFK or Newark or all of them or what? All of them. All uh, of them. the new the New York New Jersey Port Authority. Uh, it, it's basically been brought to their attention that uh, some of the uh, vendors in the airport might be abusing the passengers. Uh, somebody posted uh, a tweet up on Twitter with a copy of the menu at at a uh, airport bar. Yeah, and they were advertising that a sam adams summer ale draft would cost 28 dollars what for a beer for one beer it was uh, yeah 28 dollars for a beer well and that was for you know sam adams summer ale the the low cost beer on their menu was a michelob ultra at 13 dollars wow i'm sorry but you can get an entire 12 pack for that for you know about 15 20 bucks at the grocery store yeah that is insane yeah. So, you know, they're starting to look at, yes, there, there is a Suckers! captive audience and there are some overhead to the airport authorities, but really charging $28. I mean, that's now, almost they, a keg. <laughs> are they doing this because they can, or are they, is this a, one of those incentives to keep people from drinking before they get on an airplane? 
Well, um, I think they're doing it because they can, but it certainly does accomplish the other goal as well. <laughs> At yes. $28, there's a good chance you're not going to be blasted out of your mind before you get on the plane. Yeah, well, I mean, that's going to be a very expensive proposition if you plan that kind of approach, for sure. <laughs> I, 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 BYOB, I know, and you can't do that either. And that you can't do either yeah. because it's a liquid. Jeez. You can't get it through TSA, so they got you, right? Right. Can you, and, actually, and even if you, you can't did. Bring, you can't bring those little uh, you know, booze bottles, can you? You can well, get those. You, those are less than three ounces. That's correct, but there's also FAA rules that do not allow you to consume alcohol in the plane that was not provided by the airline. Right, but I'm saying before you get on the plane, if you can get it through security, <laughs> uh, that would be the yeah, trick. I that would be the trick. I, but I, I guess they would they flag can't let those, they, wouldn't they, or would they? No, they probably wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. But the other problem is they will not let an inebriated passenger get on the airliner well, either. Well, true. But I'm just saying, if you wanted to bring a few little travel bottles with you, would TSA confiscate that? If like, it's under three ounces, you put it in your little court bag, you're probably fine. Yeah, I guess. And, and most smart people put it in a shampoo bottle. So, Well, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't look weird at all. You're in the terminal no, no. drinking a, a bottle of Prell. Like, what's up with that dude? Oh, the sand, yeah. This hand sanitizer is delicious. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what, you know, don't take our word for it. So I wouldn't try that uh, anyway. But uh, but if, if they flagged it, what would you say? Like, oh, it's my medicine. Hello. Uh, it's for medicinal purposes. Right. Taken internally only. Okay. So uh, anyway, I guess, you know, like I said, the bright side, I won't have to at least deal with those prices in New York. Uh, where I'm going out is out west. It might be just as bad. We'll find out, and I'll report back uh, accordingly. What else we got to wrap up with today? Well, one of the things that you know always interests me is uh, new technology, and you know I've been a, a child of the Magenta Line since uh, you know since way back. You know, give me a GPS, I, I can go anywhere, mm-hmm. and I I'm really intrigued at this new FAA system that they've approved. Uh, San Francisco International is the first that's imp- implementing a new instrument landing system that adds something called, called ground-based augmentation to the GPS signals. They're claiming that the accuracy is going to be down to one inch. You know, wow. the gold standard was an ILS that was accurate, you know, to within, you know, 50 feet or so. Mm-hmm. And now to have positional accuracy down to an inch, especially San Francisco, which gets known for uh, foggy, ugly, nasty weather, especially in the, in the winter, uh, this could be a boon towards uh, keeping airport operations running efficiently if they can have that kind of accuracy. Yes, every inch counts. That's what she said. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the other side of that, uh, yeah. you know, we have become extremely dependent on GPS. I don't know of anybody that can navigate around a major city anymore without having, you know, either their smartphone or you know a Garmin GPS up on their dash. And what would happen if that suddenly went away? What would all of the pilots do? Do you, do you think we'd get out our E6Bs and a plotter and, you know, dead wrecking across the country? Yeah, Probably I don't not. think so. Uh, no, and, and be freaking out like, oh, my God, I don't remember how to do this. Well, and That's a lot of things could happen. You know, a good yeah. sized solar storm could affect it, uh, mm. you know government instabilities uh you know such as in the ukraine there's i'm sure a lot of active jamming going on on both sides to deny access to uh gps information things like that um so there's a lot of things that have been done um to try to come up with a solution for it back in the 80s when i was uh, in the air force i was a navigation student one of the things that they were teaching us was how to use 
celestial navigation. In other words, using the sun, the moon, planets, stars, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. You got to put a sextant in your flight bag now? Is that what you're saying? We we had them in the 737, believe it or not. They had sextant ports, and you had to you know take and stick the thing out through the top of the airplane and and uh, get a fix, just like mm. you would do on a boat. And we did. We were doing it at uh, 37,000 feet and 420 knots, and it worked. Well, they're trying, you know, we've got much better technology nowadays. The computers and your iPhone are probably far more powerful than anything we had back in 1989. So uh, the systems can do it automatically. And so uh, Honeywell is working on a celestial system that's uh, supposed to be accurate to within 25 meters. Um, That's pretty good for, you know, cross-country flight planning. Um, And and also, very interestingly, they're also working on a system that's camera-based. It's basically uh, looking down, kind of like ground mapping radar, but without having to have a radar, just a camera looking at the ground and comparing that to a database of like Google Maps ground. or like yeah, uh, Google exactly. Earth. And so, okay, here's that lake, here's the river, here's the road, you are here. Right. And all of that, you know, very passive. It doesn't emit anything. So nobody can see it or jam it. This could be very interesting for the military, but also could be very economical because. Look at the cameras. You know how how cheap can you get a GoPro, and what's the resolution on it? Put a little database behind it. This this could be a completely autonomous solution for navigation that doesn't rely on any signals and would give you the accuracy to be able to get from point to point. Yeah, it wouldn't necessarily want you wouldn't want that to be your primary primary uh, mode. Uh, I think because you know that stuff changes so often. It's like well, and it might be a bit of a problem if you're above an overcast. Uh, you know. Well, there's that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that. If you can't but, see it, right. Exactly. But, but it's certainly know, an interesting backup. Yeah, it is. But yeah, you know, they, they're they always having to update the uh, maps. And if you, you were using that system and, and you had an outdated map or something, hey, you could end up landing on your neighbor's, you know, roof or something, I guess. But, yeah, it could be a bit of a problem out yeah. west where like the Great Salt Lake has been steadily shrinking and uh, the reservoirs, uh, Lake Mead is, uh, you know, down to historic lows. But, but I still think that this, they could compensate for that because yeah, a lot yeah. of the other stuff's still there. The mountains don't move very frequently. True. And uh, well, in, in, at least we got options. So uh, that's a good thing. So we'll have to leave it at that for this week's edition of The Big Show. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.